What's up, everybody? It's time for another Code Pen Radio 359. I have another awesome Code Pen community member and like you know, talented code artist, I would say. Tiffany Chung. Hey, Tiffany, how you doing? Hello, not too bad. How about you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Um, better known, perhaps, as Tiffachu, of course, <laughs> on Twitter and CodePen and GitHub and everywhere. You got one of those. Almost one of those names you can have anywhere. I guess there's an extra O on Twitter, though, huh? Yeah, someone stole my double O on Twitter, and mm. I can't manage to grab that. <laughs> Dang, keep your eye out, people. <laughs> I know. Uh, that's rough. I thought I was so I was like, oh, she got all three, and then I looked at my little notes here, and I'm like, no, there's an extra O. No! <laughs> I know. I was so sad. <laughs> I was a uh, not wasn't my choice necessarily. My full name is Chris Tiffer, and then my whole family called me just Tiffer or just Tiffer as a kid. So <laughs> a similar nickname, I'd say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, and then, and then, so, you know, so people know you from CodePen. Maybe there's lots of ways to know you. You could be your neighbor in Toronto. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're listening to this show, CodePen Radio, maybe you know Tiffany's work from CodePen itself, which is uh, highly Pokemon based, I'd say. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Is Tiffachu like perhaps what your Pokemon name would be? Probably. It's funny because it was just like a nickname that a friend gave me once, just because of Pikachu yeah. and. My name right. is very close to <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. But like we we can't avoid the Pokemon thing. I got to know about it. It's like <laughs> it's, it feels like half your work uh, on CodePen is like code art. You know, it's like a, a common-ish thing on CodePen is to see people exploring, you know, artistic output of front-end development code. And sometimes it involves just like drawing. And that's kind of what you do too. Although... Some of your pens have animation and stuff applied to it as well, but a lot of them are just straight up recreations of Pokemon. Yeah, I I just enjoy drawing, I guess. So it's fun making them in like CSS form, mm-hmm. just straight from reference. Reference meaning you like you're working from some image elsewhere, right? Like uh, a no, actually. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I actually just like have another window open with a bunch of google image tabs and then i just look at the pokemon from that angle and then i'll just draw it using css blobby shape things okay so there's no i was wondering like i was like if i had to do this my first step would probably be to like grab one of those like from a google or merge search or whatever and make like a div maybe in the middle of the screen and put that image back there and then like draw the shapes and like place them on top of where I think they should go. But you don't even go that far. You just it's just reference. You just look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty rad. And then does the animation come at the end? Like here I'm looking at like Rage, for example. Uh who does a little jig, does a little cute <laughs> dance. It's probably the just I love it. Uh, was that like, okay, it's done. Now like what could move? Or was it like plan more in advance than that um for that one in particular i i did kind of reference like um edgar Suko, the sh- little red panda show character mm-hmm. um she had a little dance in the intro of the show so i kind of had like a gif of that playing and tried to replicate it using css animations <laughs> nice yeah this one is like she's still you know there's the little dancing but don't miss the click on the <laughs> <laughs> Which is also just CSS, cool. It looks like you use the kind of the, the checkbox hack where you 
when it's checked, then you get this whole other state you can work with, which triggers this whole animation and and all that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that checkbox hack is very handy. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. You know, just this week I saw a um, a revival of the uh, kind of a draft spec for CSS about kind of generic toggles. You know, because we like, this is just for fun. So you can literally do whatever you want and you use literally colon checked in CSS. But what you just want is on and off, you know, or, or the, the toggle of something. And there's a spec coming that maybe, I don't know if we'll actually get it, uh, would just allow you to like set those two states and use them like an actual see it, you know, kind of oh. rather than like abuse something else, like actually just allow us to have states. That would be, that would be really neat. <laughs> This also reminds me of that new, isn't it, isn't it called Red or something? There's some new movie coming out of like a little Oh, the little panda, red panda. That, yeah. Like she gets pissed or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe yeah. not pissed, but like at least stressed out and turns into this giant thing. Oh, yeah. That looks really cute. <laughs> uh, all right. So you just wing it, huh? And then what are the, like, just for a little bit more on process, is it like, how do you draw like an oblong head you know a lot of them have like you know like what would be a circle on the top but then it like chills out and it's a lot of times just advanced border radius stuff or what are the like stuff that you reach for to make all these shapes um yeah usually just like some fancy border radius stuff i i use like a little mix in to make it easier for myself when i'm um creating these little blobby shapes because it's usually oh, like do. yeah symmetrical blob so like usually the right and left will be exactly the same so rather than using like border bottom whatever the border radius um, property is um, rather than doing that i'll use a mix in to quickly um create like the top and then the bottom so then they're exactly the same on either side oh is that and that just happens to be like kind of the pokemon design style (laughs) is that they're generally symmetric ish yeah 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 (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't generally turn the the heads to like the side a little bit. I just keep them straight on to kind of keep it a little more simple. But mm-hmm. yeah, but they're not that simple. They're pretty. I'm looking at the Let's Snuggle Forever one now. Some of these ones just from your your profile itself, like the eyes are like scribbles and the cheeks <laughs> are like scribbles. Like that's no joke to pull off in CSS. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> must be a lot was... of transforms and I don't oh yeah. Know. Some transforms, rotate, circles. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So cool. Yeah, borders. Even, yeah, I'm glad you have a border radius helper because that property is deceptive. You know, I bet <laughs> 90% of usage or more is just like you set one value because all you're trying to do is literally like soften the edges of a rectangle. But, you know, each corner can have its own radius and it can have a different X and Y radius. <laughs> and then there's a slash that gets involved sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You could definitely fill a day of talking about just that thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's fun to go through your profile because I feel like it's um, it's all this code art stuff, fun stuff, and then just sprinkled within it is just like example. And it's just like a form <laughs> or something or like a something very, uh, I don't know, just super, super no- normal and practical front-end <laughs> developer stuff. That is that your like, uh, I don't know, what your job or your, you know, do you just do front-end development too, right? 
Yeah, I actually work at a bank, so sometimes we do some pretty boring things, but like some of that is just like we experimentation. I should have asked you that. <laughs> Not that we don't allow bank people on the show, but it's interesting to know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh, that's funny. And is the does the bank happen to use Vue? Because it looks like you have, there's some other some, some of that stuff sprinkled in tends to be Vue based. Yeah, yeah, we actually use Vue um, for our main framework, like um, all of our. Main websites use Vue and I actually um, work very heavily on our design system so that uses Vue uh, components. <laughs> wow you're deep in Vue. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And is it like uh, do you have a framework of choice for Vue? Do you get to do the Nuxt thing or is it just kind of like out of the box view? I don't even know how to talk about Vue <laughs> properly. Yeah well yeah we use Next for like some of our um, like our documentation site, for instance, but like mostly we, we'll just use Vue straight out of the box and make our own components. Mm -hmm. And we'll use our library on like all of our websites kind of thing. Looks like ViewConf rolled through rolled through town. Uh, probably was virtual the last couple times though, huh? Or what? Or is it coming yeah. back? Yeah. yeah, I think it was virtual the last two times. I'm not too sure about this time, actually. I haven't been paying attention, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so you're not like officially involved, but... But go, I would go if you guys came to my town. That sounds fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> nice, nice. You get to use it at work, but do you do? You, but do you like it too? Or, or <laughs> you know, that can be tricky because everybody like loves the, what they have to do at work. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually do enjoy using Vue. <laughs> it is very easy to pick up and. Fun yeah. to use. <laughs> I don't know. I only ask because it seems like the people I know that like or that use Vue a lot. There's a pretty tight correlation to liking it and using it for, <laughs> for whatever reason that doesn't necessarily exist in, for example, React, you know. I, I even like work with people who are like, yes, I know we use this, but look at how much easier it would have been if we did it in view, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I've tried React yet, but, or well, much, I say. <laughs> Only a little bit. I just write it all day, and I, I, I'm the other way around. I haven't used Vue that much. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I would like it if I did it, but just occasion doesn't strike. You know, like as as, as nerdy as I am and love playing with web tech, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, and sometimes like learning a whole new framework, like just for fun, doesn't quite. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. And <laughs> enter the day properly. Oh, there's one here that's just that's just so great and but if you left it as untitled so it just <laughs> didn't get the do that it was worth it's uh there's like this dinosaur walking across <laughs> the screen gobbling up the screen and then and then the meter bar kind of fills up behind it's like a sweet page loader but it only has four hearts and it just doesn't have a cool title i don't know oh yeah i, I kind of left that one in the back because <laughs> it was actually an Easter egg. <laughs> oh, nice. There's me calling out your secret pens. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, nice. So Toronto, for some reason, I associate the town with having like a, like a, I don't know, maybe it's just happenstance, but like a pretty good boot camp or a code school kind of scene. Did you do that or were you, have you ever involved in that or is that totally irrelevant to your... Um, I've heard of it, yeah. And I know a few people who have taken the boot camp, but I actually went to just a plain old college. Boring <laughs> old college? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, that's exciting. Cool. But were you able to... Was it... 
can you can you what's what's college like these days <laughs> major in, in in web stuff or is it not really like that yeah it was essentially well i think this was like seven or so years ago maybe eight i don't even know but mm. um it was essentially a web design course that i took and it kind of like went all over the place like we learned some html we learned some php some web design some animation <laughs> Oh, Even really? A little bit of print. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you should be aware of InDesign or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. And then you get like a, a BA or a BFA or whatever still? Or? No, just a no. piece of paper from college. <laughs> 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 and then, and then, but you liked it enough, like you actually do the thing you went to college for. So you're in that like <laughs> 10% of people or say, do you... I mean, it seems like you have some joy for it. Like, here, it seems like your online presence is like is very joyful in general. You know, is that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do enjoy coding. I also like designing and drawing, so it all like just kind of bundles together in this whole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you have some free time, you might literally choose to, you know, spend it writing angle brackets and curly brackets <laughs> and stuff there's just something special about that i i think you know those type of people i talk to like what do, do you have any idea what draws you to it no i don't know i guess i've been like sort of interested in this for so long that it's just like i've enjoyed it for that long it just still makes me happy <laughs> mm-hmm. ever since i was a little a little one on neopets trying to make my things all pretty <laughs> <laughs> well tell that story are you and i don't is that one of the i know there's some like there's some classics in our industry you know like you got into it because myspace or uh and neopets was was one of those right i i, I but I, I didn't do that particular one was it a thing where you could apply custom css if you knew how to your profile or whatever yeah essentially yeah you could like decorate your little profile and like your pets pages with some custom css i don't think they allowed you to put like javascript or anything fancy obviously but but it was um, custom css huh? yeah exactly nice. <laughs> oh that's nice what was yours like do you even remember do you have a screenshot of your- <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had a screenshot but i don't remember <laughs> yeah that's all right it's sad that it sometimes those things just disappear to time you know yeah not fair don't right. delete my stuff you know <laughs> Although it's funny, I bet, you know, some of the things we did when we were like, you know, I bet, I bet when I had my first MySpace account, I probably wasn't 18, you know, (laughs) and now the, you know, the terms of service for websites are all like, do you cannot sign up for it? We even have to do that on CodePen itself. You know, there's something literally in our terms that says you have to be 18 in order to even like theoretically agree to these terms, which I'm sure is not, you know adhered to perfectly but i think the clause is then like but if you're not then it's like implied consent from your guard parent or guardian or or something and Uh. anyway (laughs) it's just just weird to think about this like hive of custom profiles from children who probably didn't properly agree to anything all right (laughs) yeah i was definitely maybe not even over 13 (laughs) yeah all this i don't i don't actually know if that was (laughs) uncouth or not maybe they had a special terms of service or something that allowed for it but i think the problem is that you can't legally agree to anything 
until you're 18. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. So what are you, some of your favorites? Do you have a couple of anything, any like particular pens that you've made that you particularly loved working on or that took forever or turned out better than you thought? Mm. Um, there was this Kirby pen that I made with like a user form that like inhaled your email address kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> inhaled your email address? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds like my style. Uh that's awesome. What's the name of that one? Um that one's called Delivering Happiness. Um I drew the SVG by hand and then drew like all of the states of his face wow. and that just took so long. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, look, I, when you google it, you you end up on uh, on other sites that kind of picked it up as as like inspiration. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Or at least one called the animated web that I'm looking at. Oh, yeah. Kirby as the mailman sucking down the email <laughs> address. That's just fantastic. Um, <laughs> so I was going to ask you about SVG, but sometimes, not that it's like a touchy subject, but sometimes people are like, uh, in a way, I it doesn't matter what technology you use when you do the CSSR. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've kind of seen that online. I mean, you have a Twitter account after all, of people being... <laughs> like weirdly defensive about like, why would you do this in CSS? There's other technologies that you could do it in that are better technologies. And you're like, dude, it's a Pokemon. What the hell do you care? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not to mention like, who are we in the business of telling artists what their medium should be now? Like that's pretty weird. Yeah. But SVG it is, you know, I wrote a book on it at one time. I think it's pretty cool. It is a pretty neat format for drawing on the web because it has this like special special syntax that allows you to draw curves and stuff that CSS just kind of sucks at really, you know, and you can, obviously there's ways to fake it. I mean, we've seen essentially oil paintings in CSS, so, you know, lots of <laughs> possibilities there, but if you wanted to just draw a wavy line, that's going to suck in CSS compared <laughs> to, you know, perhaps just a couple of characters in SVG. So in this case, you hand drew it in SVG. Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, I I actually took graphic design before web design. So uh -huh. I kind of know how to handle Illustrator fairly well. So I just like hand drew it with a pen tool and like, you know, created all the circles and like funny eye shapes and whatnot. And then I would just like export it into SVG and then take it into um, the code editor and then separate all the pieces out. <laughs> and then... Um, create all the different states for his face <laughs> oh nice nice yeah so illustrator probably or, or what was the vector editing tool of choice yeah illustrator i i definitely like illustrator the best <laughs> yeah me too but i think but i attribute college to it really because that's what we learned there and then and then you get like used to the the pen tool, which is its own little it's almost mm -hmm. like reminiscent of svg like it's its own design system in a way like all the little point manipulation tools you have to learn and then you like use something like figma or whatever and you're like nope you know like <laughs> love you but you don't quite have the details right on your on your pen tool even switching over to photoshop you're like what is this cr <laughs> crippled pen tool <laughs> yeah illustrator definitely handles the pen tool the best and even like I prefer the way it exports the SVG as well. Because mm. sometimes like Figma and Sketch, they'll give me all these weird transforms on my elements. Oh, I'm like, right. oh no. 
<laughs> yeah, you're like, I didn't ask for that. What is yeah. the transform? <laughs> yeah. I love it when it when it just has like three random groups to like that G tag in SVG too. And I get it if they were like if I if I made it a layer or something, maybe that's how it would express it. But sometimes there's just like three random G's around everything and you're like, they don't have a transform or anything. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> you're not bringing anything to the party. Yeah. Uh, Illustrator's got a, especially good at it lately. They must have gotten uh because I, I don't know if that was always true. I think I li- you know lived through a little period where Illustrator exports were maybe the worst of the exports. You know, they had all kinds of metadata crap. Of, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, wanting to like, oh, this was made at Illustrator. <laughs> You're like, nobody cares, Illustrator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Highlight, delete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, they, you know, I don't know. There must have been a little fight about it at some point because now all, all the you know all the tools do an okay-ish job i think you still generally want to if it's just headed straight for production you probably still want to run it through a svg whatever cleaner minimizer mm-hmm. kind of thing and it's probably still going to get a little extra benefit than straight out of the the app but oh yeah <laughs> most, mostly okay these days you know i always find it funny too when it would export like like a float value, like 16.93821790, you know, that has way more precision than any SVG would ever need. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, I don't need this many decimal places. <laughs> right. Like maybe if my view box was 0011 or something, but it's not. So, right. I tried to make it perfect. <laughs> Sweet. So, but usually you don't do the SVG thing, even with your pen, pen tool prowess. You still go for the for just divs and stuff a lot of times. Huh? Yeah, yeah. There's something enjoyable about challenging yourself to make blobby yeah. shapes in CSS rather than that magic pen tool. <laughs> but it's not your only thing. So sometimes you do SVG. Sometimes they have interactivity via checkboxes. Sometimes they have interactivity via view or something. Uh, and here's a here's a Kirby example I'm looking at from Kirby's Gridland where you built Kirby. <laughs> With pixels on a grid. <laughs> That's very different. Oh, yeah. That was more of an experimentation because I had never used grid before. So I just was like, oh, what's this? What's it called? Grid template mm-hmm. area thing all about? Yeah. <laughs> right. So you didn't. Yeah, this is exceptionally weird because you like <laughs> drew like the end result is the end result. But it's almost like you could look at the code, which is SAS in this this case i'm sure it's giving you some kind of a hand where you set a variable to the grid template where you literally drew (laughs) kirby in the css (laughs) (laughs) which is just so cool but so like the and then rather than name there i mean they're named but they're named with an emoji so it visually (laughs) looks like kirby in there which is pretty rad yeah and that way you can say like any grid that has like a smiley face on it make pink or whatever right anyone with a clock on it make white or something God, that's exactly so cool. it's so <laughs> cool. but you they can't but you just have to switch between them like that right you can't like animate a grid area right um if it's more I like remember, a frame or something yeah i can't remember exactly how i ended up animating that but i do remember making all of the frames in grid template areas Right. So like, but it, when it shifts from one to the next, it just, boo, it just does it, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like they slowly <laughs> yeah, morph yeah, or exactly. something. 
Yeah, but there's ah oh man, but you added a lot to it because so it moves, but the like the whole thing kind of moves anyway. This is very fancy. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> what a fun experiment! Yeah, that's probably the kind of thing that doesn't end up on a bank website. Uh, oh just, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's fun. Can you now that we're now that we're talking about it more? Does it do any more pens occur to you of, of that were particularly weird or interesting? Not. As weird as that Kirby one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was definitely like a full experiment. Cause like at my work, I we don't use CSS grid because um well, uh, we still kind of support I eleven. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a there's a guest writer for CSS Tricks once that was obsessed with trying to teach the world that you do not need to give up on CSS grid if just because you don't because you do support I eleven, because I eleven had this really weird special syntax just for it for CSS grid and that auto prefixer could mostly get there by doing it. But yeah, I really, really don't blame you. I think that would be too. Cause you're kind of, I guess you're signing yourself up to having to open IE 11 a whole lot, but oh, yeah. I guess you maybe do that anyway. <laughs> do you have yeah. to? Sometimes. I mean like yeah. we've kind of strayed away slightly nowadays, but like back when I made that, and um, we were definitely supporting IE11 heavily, so I would have to open it, and it would take so long to load. <laughs> yeah, how'd you do it? Did you, did you use like one of those browser tools that can spin it up? Like even though you're using Chrome or Safari or Firefox or something, you could spin it up in the browser. Or do you have like a Windows box sitting around that you can? Um, yeah, we actually have like a VPN thing that has it on it, so I just oh. use it there. <laughs> No, yeah. Nothing so fancy, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's nobody's favorite to do, but I always appreciated when people did it, right? Because it was like, sh sure, it sucks a little bit, but like, so do like a lot of people's jobs, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> just, we work for a living, right? It doesn't mean that every second of work has to be this like perfect fantasy. It's like, that's the job. You have users. The users need to do their banking or whatever they need to do. The computer they happen to be using has this browser on it. So it's your freaking job to make it work. Like, <laughs> exactly. get over yourself. You know? <laughs> and yeah, I support sucks, but <laughs> we got this. I'm glad to get, you know, it's so easy to break, unfortunately, too. You know, like JavaScript is especially hard. CSS has all these like more graceful failure states, but you know, you do like you try to like do a spread in JavaScript or something, <laughs> and it might just white the page. Yeah. Up, you know, that's especially not ideal for a bank, I would think. <laughs> yeah, no. Thanks to Babel, all is well, though. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, man. I would, yeah, I'd put Babel on its like lowest possible setting, like whatever <laughs> transpile the crap out of this is in Babel. That's what I would turn on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just do your worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to see like a five megabyte output from <clears throat> Not really, but kind of. Okay, awesome. There's a couple of pens that um, are from, that are, you know, we're done with the kind of the hashtag code pen challenge on it too. That's pretty rad. Marie on our team mostly is in charge of putting those together. So I'm sure she's, she's pleased to see someone like you participating in these once in a <laughs> while. Um, yeah. Anyway, were they fun or any 
story oh, on they there. They were fun. Yeah, I, w- I would love to participate more in them. But like, yeah, sometimes I just, <laughs> I would rather make a CSS art. <laughs> yeah, right. Life happens or, yeah. or, or yeah, or you're, the muse is, is somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they are very fun. <laughs> I do like having like a end goal in mind rather than having to think something up in my own head. Yeah, right. I think that's probably the top feedback for them is, is sometimes you're like, I don't know. It, like there's a special mood that's like, I feel like being creative, but not like white page creative. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would like some sort of direction. <laughs> there's a subreddit for writing prompt that's pretty fun to follow because the, the best writing prompts are, you know, it's like I want to write, but I want to want somebody else to tell me what to write about or give me some really juicy little lead in or whatever. So that's a pretty fun one to follow. Here's another classic is when a pen gets super popular on you that that maybe you didn't know, though maybe you knew in this case, but you have one called Mike's Magical <laughs> Mobile Mega Menu that uh, is just a green page and it just has a hamburger menu on it and a menu slides out. So perhaps not as exciting as a, as, as a, as a you know, Pokemon that turns red and yells at you or anything like that <laughs> but this is super popular it's probably one of your most popular pens right? i know i don't know how that one just like got all the way up here but um that one was actually built for a work concept and i just kind of made it pretty prettier than like our actual brand i guess <laughs> yeah, like not too <laughs> but you know yeah it's it's well done though it's cool what's what's notable about it to me is that it's it can go five levels deep <laughs> a lot of times you see a menu that that opens up fine a hamburger menu is not that hard but then how do you do two levels does it expand even further does it you know does it cover the previous menu how do you handle the back interaction so it's all it's very you know it's nuanced and detailed in that way so it's super well done but <laughs> but almost every code pen developer i've talked to has some kind of pen like this that's like what? <laughs> that one is popular okay yeah it's just yeah. like how did this happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty cool the name probably doesn't hurt you in a way you know you can google m m m m m and you'll <laughs> land right here uh, not really, but yeah, it is, it is, uh, easy to find in that way. Well, okay. Fantastic. I guess we're coming up on the end here and do you have any, uh, advice for anybody or, or, or I don't know, anything you want to share with the, uh, the greater code pen radio listening audience? Yeah. Keep coding awesome things. Yeah. <laughs> keep coding awesome things. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it from Tiffany. Well, thanks so much for coming on and chatting with me. Uh, uh, I really appreciate it. And yeah, thanks for doing awesome work. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for having me.